Hey guys, welcome back to a very, really good podcast. This is episode 109. 109, dude, we made it. Um, fucking hair is all messed up. It's all good. I just had a shower. I, I had a shower in the morning and I, my hair's. I'm gonna, and my hair's a little wet still. So I, I'm gonna take off my headphones and it's gonna be an indent on the middle of my skull. So that's gonna be pretty cool. But I, but I'm gonna pull it off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it off. I'm gonna pull my skull off. <laughs> I'm gonna pull my skull clean off of my head. Um, because the skull and the head are two different. Okay, holy shit, it's 109. How are we feeling? Um, it's uh, I'm tired, man. <laughs> I've been feeling so weird lately. I don't know what it is. Um, I feel, I was talking about it last night with you know some friends, and it's like. This quarantine is really doing, lately it's really been taking a toll. I I don't know why, but I, I filmed a video. It's taking me so long to just sit down and just edit it. And I'm like so discouraged and I just keep fucking doing other things. And I'm like, I don't know, it's weird. And then I'll start to feel guilty. And I'm like, well, you have people that want to see this. Why aren't you just doing it? Why aren't you just making it? And then it's like, oh, I don't have energy. It's not... I don't know. It's been a weird time. I don't want to start the podcast on a fucking sad sap uh, note. All right. I want to start on a high note. Podcast. What if I did the whole podcast in falsetto? <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah, you'd you'd probably rip your skull off of your head if that if that was the, the podcast. But yeah, I hope you guys are doing all right. I hope you guys are doing better than I am. <laughs> um... I'd had a, I've had a week. Maybe that's why I'm feeling so gnarly. Because I've had a fucking week, dude. Um, what day is it? It is Monday today. Uh, last Thursday. Uh, this is what happened. If you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter. If you guys follow. If you guys are up to date with my socials. You know what happened. But <laughs> um, So Thursday. I, uh, I, got a te- I got a text message. Um, no, on Wednesday I get a text message. Uh, for my friend Lizzie, my good friend Lizzie, who's a photographer. And she's like, hey, I have a free time in the studio uh, tomorrow. Um, you know, if you want any photos done. I'm like, great. I have merch dropping on Friday. So we can take photos on Thursday. I can have some nice photos for Friday. Thursday rolls around. I'm feeling good. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I leave for the, I leave for the photo shoot. Okay. I, I, I get in my car. Um you know, put some music on, put the GPS on, so I know where I'm going, you know, I look, uh, I look, I look in the mirror, I don't see anybody, I check my blind spot, I don't see anybody, um, I pull out of the, I'm street parking, I pull out into the street, and this truck is now beside me, I don't know how it got there, I literally, I was, I didn't see anything, there was nothing there, so that car must have been fucking gunning it over around the corner. And there was now just a truck beside me. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this, I'm very close to this truck. And then uh, I, I hear, I feel like a doom. I'm like, oh, fuck. I think I, I just got in a car accident. That was my first car accident. Fuck. Um, I was fine. I'm good. I'm chilling. I wasn't hurt. Um, it honestly, car accidents are weird, man. I thought. 
I, like I, I only thought it was gonna be like a little scratch, a little scrape, and I'd be like, ah, oh, damn, I'll have to get that. I'll have to buff that out or whatever you do with a a scratched car. I don't know. Um, buff it out. I have to, you know, get buff and muscle it back to normal. Uh, no, and then I get out of the car. The guy stops for a second. Um, up like maybe like a hundred yards down the road. Um, and then I get out of the car. And my entire front left bumper is just on the ground. And you can see, like, all inside my car. I'm like, oh, shit. That's not a scratch at all, man. <laughs> there was a scratch on the bumper, but it was also on the ground. Um, so I was like, oh, fuck. And then, and then I looked over, and then the guy, he, he, he was just gone. He, he drove away. Um... So classic hit and run. Um, I mean, I kind of respect him for, you know, waiting for me to get out of the car. You know, he was like, okay, he's, he's fine. He's safe. See ya. <laughs> you know, I respect that. I respect that a lot, you know, cause he could have just kept driving without wondering how I was. So it does mean a lot <laughs> that he waited to see if I was okay and then left. Um, but it got worse, dude. I've okay. That was my first car accident, so I didn't know what to do. So I was like, "I'm gonna take it to a deal, like a body shop, a Toyota body shop that I that I go to, and then um, they'll fix it." <clears throat> so I get there, and then I call my insurance, and they're like, "Oh, you can't. We can't do anything until you have a police report." And I'm like, "Okay, fuck. How do I do that?" And they're like, "Call this number." And okay, okay, I call the number, and they're like, "You can't. Hey, you." you can't just do this over the phone. You have to come into the office to do, to file a police report. And I'm like, holy shit, where's the office? Drove to the office. Um, I forgot my mask at home. And then, so, and they didn't have any there. Okay, gover yeah, government facility and you're mandating the mask thing. I know I'm supposed to have my mask, but have some extra ones just in case, obviously. So they're like, wait in that corner away from everybody, and then we can help you behind this thing, behind this sheet of glass, you know? And then they forgot about me, obviously, because I'm a guy sitting in the corner, and they're dealing with hundreds of other people. Um, so I was there for like an hour. I get my police report done. I go back to the, the body shop, and then I call my insurance again, and they're like, okay, so don't go to that body shop. That's not, that's not going to be good for you. You should go to the one that, that, that we approve of, and it'll be the best for you. And I'm like, okay, holy fuck, man. So what was all the driving for? So I drove back home and another piece of my bumper fell off on the way home. And then I duct taped my bunk, my bumper to the, did I say bunker before? I duct taped my bumper to the car and then drove it to the body shop the next day. And now I have a fucking rental and I'm, it's just been a week, man. So annoying. I was fucking pissed off and upset and sad. Um, but Jenna was like, she made a good point. It's like, if that's if that's how bad the car accident was, you're fine. Like, <laughs> like, sure, your left bumper fell off. You get a new one, it's fine. You weren't hurt, nobody was hurt, it's fine. I could have, like, yeah, I could have fucking broken my arm. I could have gotten really fucking hurt. So, all things considered, I'm fine. But I'm going to complain about it still because this is my podcast and that's what you do. Um, and then I tweeted about it and everyone's like sending me photos of their car accident when their car just, I just like flipped upside down and I'm like, holy shit, man, I'm, I'm a drama queen. I'm freaking out way too much. Um, 
Yeah, could you imagine being in a car that flipped upside down? That'd be so fucking scary. I'm glad mine didn't flip upside down. I mean, that'd be really... That'd be really impressive. If a guy just sideswiped me and my car was just like... <laughs> did a full flip. <laughs> and then I got a bruise on my leg that I don't know where it's from. And... It's just, I'm having a great week. <laughs> but it's all good, dude. Should we get into some topics that I we that I want to talk about? Um... Oh, okay, well, this is what happened last Friday. I didn't have any merch photos, like nice photos of me in the merch for the drop, but I dro- we dropped merch. New, very, really good merch is out right now at CurtisConnor.com. You can, you can go get it. It's great. It's fun. The um, It's really nice quality. It's so soft, and I really like it, and I hope you guys get it and show out and flex on people, you know? Um, fuck, what else should we talk about? Dude, okay. I want to talk about something really quick. I was, uh, okay, so I'm, I'm on TikTok, the app TikTok, and I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of things that show up in my For You page that are like movie related, like movie clips, movie montages. I guess TikTok knows that I like movies. Um, but I get a lot of them where it's like, they'll show a clip from a movie and it's like, this scene was... The one in particular that made me want to talk about this, it was a scene from The Dark Knight where everyone's like clapping in the police station um, for Commissioner Gordon. And then like Heath Ledger is clapping, like the Joker's clapping like all like loud and you can hear him clapping. And then the the caption was like, this scene was totally improvised. Heath Ledger wasn't supposed to clap during this scene. And like, hey man, it fucking wasn't improvised, you know? No, it fucking wasn't, you know? Because there's that shot of him clapping, and it's like a perfect, like, zoom into him. It's a great... It's like a well... Like, it's a great shot. You just, like... There just happened to be a perfect camera on Heath Ledger when he was clapping. Okay, man. This scene was actually improvised. He wasn't supposed to... Shut up. Shut the fuck up. You know? Because you could do it, you could literally do that with any movie on TikTok. You could do, you could just say whatever, you know. You could post a video of fucking Lady and the Tramp when they're about to kiss, and they're like, "This scene was actually improvised by the dogs. <laughs> the dogs weren't supposed to share the noodle, but they happened sharing the noodle, and then they kissed, and it wasn't supposed to happen. It's just like I, the, the animators accidentally animated hundreds and hundreds of frames to make it look like they, it just happened, dude. It was crazy, you know." It's just so easy, like, you could just lie on, to, on, on, on the internet, and someone would be like, oh, that's actually, did you know Heath Ledger improvised that clap? Yeah, he improvised a clap. He improvised chlamydia. <laughs> Yo, actually, the ice, the Titanic hitting the, the iceberg actually improvised that. The iceberg showed up on set that day, and they're like, do you guys need an iceberg? And they're like, yeah, that actually might tie the whole movie together, actually. We just... This movie was actually just going to be about a nice boat ride, but now it's... <laughs> I guess now we can have some sort of climax, if you will. <laughs> I guess we can have some sort of storyline now. Hmm. If only that happened in real life. That's <laughs> uh, so annoying. And another thing that's pissing me off that I saw that's happening on Twitter. Dude, Okay. I don't, I don't know how I can describe this, but there's this trend where people be like, 
someone's wearing like a stupid hat, they're roasting each other. It's like, oh, it's the dumb hat for me. It's the bad personality for me, you know? Um, and now people are like using it in like other ways. Like their quote, this one tweet I saw, it's like, uh, it's a video of a guy, of a kid on a, a, a on like a inflatable whale in a wave pool. And it's him like flying on the wave. He's like surfing on the wave. And then someone quote tweeted the video and it's like, yo, it's the kid surfing on the wave for me. Yeah, what else would it be, dude? That's what the video is. <laughs> that's what else would it be, man? That's the focus. That's the focal point of the video. I'm a like if that's like it's like if you posted a video of like a monkey on a bicycle, and then it's literally just a monkey riding in circles on 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 a bicycle, and then someone quotes tweeted it's like yo, <laughs> it's the monkey riding on a bicycle in circles for me. That part of the video is crazy. Yeah, man. That's the only part of the fucking video, bro. <laughs> if you quote tweeted and it was like, yeah, it's George Washington for me, then it'd be like, okay, huh? Did I miss something? I didn't, I didn't spot, I didn't spot uh, George W. Oh, George W. George Washington Bush, is that his name? What is George, what does a W and George W. Bush stand for? Can we... Can we get that info? Uh, oh, Walker, I got it. George Walker Bush. <laughs> George Walker Bush. Walker Bush. Walker Bush? I hardly know her, Bush. Ayo! Boo! Oh, okay, and his dad is George Herbert Walker Bush. <laughs> George Herbert Walker Bush. It's like you're taking attendance, and then one of the people you're taking attendance is a bush. Okay, George is here, Herbert here, Walker's here, and the bush is here. Great. And his vice president name is Dick Cheney. What a fucking terrible name. Dick Cheney. Hey, yo, Dick Cheney. What's up? <laughs> hey, yo, Dick Cheney, what's good, bro? <laughs> um. Okay, I guess we can talk about this stuff, too. Should we talk about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Last, next topic time. Um, so last, we have like a meeting, me and my podcast producer, Flubber. We have a meeting um, uh, about like what we're going to talk about in the next week. And um, we we're, I was searching through YouTube trending and it was, mis it was a Mr. Beast video. He was like buying a private island and f fucking giving money to the island and, and buying a house on the island and island. I was like, okay, that's pretty crazy. And I was like, how the, how do you even buy an island? You know, like you always hear about private islands and stuff, but it's like, how do you buy that? Like, it's weird to think that you could just go somewhere and be like, here's money. Give me island, you know? So I searched like how to buy an island and there's this website it's literally called privateislandsonline.com and i don't know if the whole thing is a scam you could just buy an island isn't that fucking crazy and then there's actually some for like I, we saw one for like a hundred grand which for an island i feel like is pretty cheap right because a house in toronto was like a million dollars like at least and you're telling me I can go, what, six hours north and I can get an island for a tenth of that price? An island, dude. With 
no laws. <laughs> Guy who doesn't know how anything works. I could get my own island and legally kill people on it. Dude, sign me up. I can have a I can I can have a real life Fortnite game on an island? Dude. That'd be awesome, man. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna save up my money. I'm gonna save up all my money. I'm a big I'm gonna buy a big island and I'm gonna call it the Curtis Town Island. <laughs> I'm gonna call it the Curtis Town Island. And you guys can all you guys can all show up and there's gonna be a big merry-go-round, alright? And it's broken. You can't use it. But it's gonna be there, okay? And it's gonna be a big private island. And maybe I shouldn't have a private island. I feel like private islands are pretty frowned upon. <laughs> After the whole Epstein thing, you know. Do you think Jeffrey Epstein used this website? You think I'm on a website that Jeffrey Epstein used? Exclusive private islands. Your personal private island playground. Yeah, why would you need a pool on an island? You got all the water there. You got all the water in the world. Let's put a pool in the middle. It's like a little pool. It's like a little island within the island. I just thought that was a crazy thing that you can literally just buy an island. You never think about that. But you could just go, just, there's a website that you just buy an island. How about like private jets? Have you, I'm going to buy a private jet. How much are these? A jet. Price on request. That's how you know it's expensive, dude. They're all price on request. God, fuck you, man. Give me a, give me a dollar amount. All right. I'm going to get it. How about we, all, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for an island. And a jet. <laughs> I need it. Okay, I'm desperate. That'd be so tone deaf for anyone to do. Please, guys, I really... <laughs> I really need my fucking island. I just need it. I'm falling really hard times. <laughs> I'm falling on really hard times because of COVID. And I just really need my island and jet. You know? Even the band jet is fine. I don't... Just a private performance by the band Jet. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yo. That's actually I'd actually be kinda down for that. If someone was like, yo, I got a private jet. Let's let's fucking go. Let's go see. I'm like, yo, I'm down. And then you show up to the hangar, you show up to the airport hangar, and it's the band Jet giving a private concert for me and my friend. And I'm like, I thought I thought you meant I thought you meant like an airplane. They're like, nah, dude, I meant the band Jet. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> I'm kind of cool with that. And they go, Are you gonna be my girl? Yeah. Call our bitch just a kiss on the lips. And I was on my knee. And I'm dancing. I'm throwing it back. And then I and then I get on. And then the lead singer, Jed, is like, Curtis, get on my back. <gasps> Curtis, get on my back. Give, I'm gonna give you a piggyback. And I'm like, are you serious? And my friend's like, go, go, do it. Go. <laughs> go he only he never this is rare go it you got to do it and i'm like okay fine and then i get on the back of the lead singer of jet i get on his back and he flies away and then we go to my and we go to his private island that'd be awesome <laughs> the lead singer of jet is a jet <laughs> 
called High Jet. Hop on my back and I'm gonna fly on the island. We're going to the Caribbean. Call High Bitch. All right. I didn't know that was gonna go there, but we went there and I'm cool with it. Um. All right. Should we talk about the news? Curtis Corner. It's Curtis Corner time. Ba ba ba. It's what's up? Nice to meet you. It's Curtis Corner. Yeah. Okay. That's got. I'm gonna have to get another theme song for that one, another intro one. I'll have to hit up Dylan again, because he did the other one. Hey, what's up? Nice to meet you. It's Curtis Corner. There, he'll use that. <laughs> I don't even have his permission yet. Yeah, he'll do that. <laughs> um, okay, so we got some COVID news. Yeah. So, uh, Toronto, this is local COVID news. The Toronto Strip Club potentially uh, gave 550 people COVID. A strip club. City warns hundreds may have been exposed to COVID-19 at Brass Rail Strip Club um, on Young Street, I believe. Yeah, Young Street. If you're... Young Street has got to be the dirtiest. It's the, it's the gnarliest street in Toronto. Um, and to go to a strip club on Young Street during a pandemic, bro, yeah, no shit that's going to happen. I'm I'm just baffled that strip clubs are even open, you know? Why is of all the things to open? You know? Cuz you can't That is the strip clubs are the dirtiest places ever, right? It's just like dudes like old guys who are just like 106 years old who are just like I just need to see boobies. Here's some money. And you're just so creepy. It's just funny cuz like I it's funny that like to think that some like husband like was like uh honey i uh i think i was exposed to covid i need to self-quarantine and she's like you're you haven't gone anywhere though the only place you went was that was the was like that you just went to your doctor's appointment and you were you were like really safe and stuff right he's like yeah yeah i did go to my doctor's appointment i did but then like but then like really quick like like really quick i stopped somewhere else and then i just like i guess that's where i got it and she's like where'd you where'd you stop <laughs> he's like i i don't know i think i did it by accident but i think i walked into the brass for strip club or and then i think that's where it happened she's like hold on what'd you say there you kind of got quiet i stopped at the the brass rail strip club strip club and then she's like you vowed to never go there again that is my rival strip club. You go to my strip club. You go to the the winking you go to the winking dog all over on Billy Street. Okay, that's my strip club. <laughs> Just so many uh, Yeah, Toronto Strip Club potentially gave 500 feet. Okay. Actually, they should change the uh uh the um the 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 headline to city warns hundreds city warns hundreds may have been exposed to divorce at brass real strip club because i think uh that's gonna cause some arguments even yeah like this shouldn't be open now that's a strip like that should be the last thing that opens is like a public bar indoors people like close to each other people you know i just don't understand like because a lot of places aren't even accepting cash right now you know 
<laughs> so you're not going to be throwing cash at us at a stripper right now. So what are you going to do? You have to just like throw your fucking debit card at them. <laughs> you just like whip it at them, right? Like one of the, like how those people throw playing cards really fast. You just do that. You go, "Hey, the 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 code is 3865. 3865. Hey. Hey, listen. Are you listening? 3865. That's the pin. Yeah, just tap it. It has the tap. Tap it. Tap it on the tap it on the machine. Yeah, I tap that. No, not you. I mean the sorry, I mean the machine. I'd tap that if you want me to. I can do it for you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, you can't like you can't get like a a lap dance, right? Because that's well within six feet. You know? Um, <laughs> just a lap dance, like, kind of far away. You're like, oh, man, this is... If my lap was there, that, that, that'd that be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, just don't go to... Oh, man, it's fucking... I don't... It's just annoying, man. It's making it so much harder for everybody. That wasn't a penis joke. They're making it so much harder, you know? Because just don't fucking go to a strip club, obviously. It's a fucking pandemic, bro. And just go home and politely talk to your wife and be like hey can i just look at your boobs for a sec please got it great no diseases no fucking viruses were spread great everybody wins <laughs> it's literally that easy um speaking of uh you know girls <laughs> speaking of girls um no, speaking of girls who are, you know, comfortable with their, comfortable and confident with their sexuality, the new, uh, the Cardi B and, um, Megan Thee Stallion song that came out, WAP, it stands for Willie's Awesome Pranks, it's their prank show they're coming out with Willy Wonka, um, no, it's called, it's for Wet Ass Pussy. Uh, I just had to whisper it so YouTube didn't pick up that. Um, Because they're always listening. They're always fucking listening, man. Um, No, but people are really uh, upset about this song. Uh, Because I guess girls are not allowed to to talk about sex in songs, right? Um, It's just all like fucking right-wing people being like this is this is not ladylike ladies should be in a fucking blanket they should be wrapped up in a blanket like a little burrito and buried underneath the basement where no one can see them that's bad you can't look at girls (laughs) this is the same guy who'd fucking go to a strip club and get exposed to covid so this is this guy james bradley tweeted he's i don't know he's u.s house candidate fucking american flag in his background Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are what happens when children are raised without God and without a strong father figure. Their new song, The Wop, which I heard accidentally, <laughs> made me want to pour holy water in my ears, and I feel sorry for future girls if this is their role model, which I heard accidentally. I didn't I didn't mean to hear it. <laughs> it's like that vine where it's like, what'd you do? I suck dick on accident. How the fuck you suck dick on accident? <laughs> well, I heard it accidentally. I swear to God. I fell on my keyboard. 
Okay, I fell on my keyboard when I fainted from all the COVID inside me that I got from the strip club, and my hands typed out WAP, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, I'm horny, and the video came up, and I accidentally clicked on it with my finger, and I accidentally watched the whole thing and didn't, and I accidentally forgot to blink the whole time. Ugh. That's what happens when there's no God. Like, why are you fucking pissed about it, man? It's a song about about fucking getting it on. And it's crazy because you know how many songs like that are done by, like, like male, like, artists, like male rappers? Who they'll, they'll literally be like, yo, I punched a girl in the head, call her a bitch. Let me scratch that itch. And it's like, hey, man, whoa. <laughs> hey, man. That's a crazy thing to say. Super degrading. And then that's fine. Right? Uh, but the second girls are talking about pleasure and, you know, from being, you know, they're talking about it instead of, like, objectifying other, you know, the other, instead of a guy objectifying women, then it's fucked up. Yeah. God, <laughs> God's cool with dudes being super mean to girls. But when girls are, you know, positive, sex positive, God's it. God's like, hey, the fuck is that? I heard that song accidentally, and I'm pissed off. So is Jesus. And um, holy shit. Also, Ben Shapiro, fucking clown. That guy sucks. But he was like, <laughs> he was reading the lyrics on his show. So now he's saying, uh, listen, guys, I, okay, I'll do this fucking, listen, guys, I fully explained on the show that it's misogynistic to question whether graphic descriptions of wet-ass pussy is empowering for women. WAP is an, obviously an incredibly profound statement of women's empowerment. I'll ask Susan B. Anthony. And then, just being a fucking douche nozzle, and then he responds to his tweet. He was like, as I also discussed on the show... My only real concern is that the women involved, who apparently require a bucket and a mop, get the medical care they require. My doctor wife's differential diagnosis, bacterial vaginosis, yeast infection, or... Yeah. Just being a fucking idiot, being like, these... Why are these girls getting wet? My wife doesn't get wet. So, that, <laughs> that's impossible. They're, I think they're sick. And I talked to my wife, and she was like... And I was like, do I ever make you wet? <laughs> And she was like, no, not once, never. You've never fucking done that. Holy shit, never, ever, ew, ew. I'm, th I'm grossing, I'm gagging at the, at, the, at, the, at the sight of you. And he's like, okay, great, good. That's just what I thought. <laughs> what a dumb thing to tweet, man. That's, that's gonna help your case, bud. Wet-ass pussy? I've never seen a wet pussy in my life. <laughs> I've never seen a wet pussy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit man oh that's funny uh what else is going on in the fucking news huh okay yeah this is another news story that we can talk about the um a little like a few months ago the the planters uh peanut baby like you know the peanut guy he died and then i guess they made a baby um as their new mascot because i guess like the planters they saw baby yoda and they were like oh yo we gotta do that too a baby yoda we gotta do baby peanut we gotta do baby everything 
But then a few months later, like recently, now the now the peanut that was a baby months ago is now 21. I don't know why he aged so quick or what the what's the what's the thought process here, right? What is the thought process? Why is he growing so fast? Why did they he's just going to be an old in another few months they're just going to have that mascot again. He's going to be old. He's going to be an old peanut guy with a monocle. I don't understand what they're they're I I what what why are they doing this, right? <laughs> Do you think the peanut the peanut guy is a virgin still? Right? He's in college. You think he's got drunk? You think he smokes weed? He for sure smokes weed. The peanut guy smokes weed, absolutely. That's so odd. I don't understand what the reasoning is. And now we're gonna have to like watch him slowly die, I guess. Like, yeah, peanut guy just got fired from his job and he got a divorce from fucking Mrs. Hazelnut. He's really down on his luck. And we're all very worried about him. <laughs> they give him like an intervention or something. He's like, he's become an alcoholic. And then he becomes old. He's in like hospice. He's going to slowly die. And we watch him die a slow, painful death. Is that what you want, planters? That's such a weird thing. Dude, what if in my video, what if, what if like one day I was like, hey guys, it's baby Curtis. And it's, and it's just a baby me. And I was like, that's baby Curtis now. Oh, the other Curtis died, and I'm a baby now. And I just got a baby to, to be me, to replace me. That'd be the, it's the exact same thing, because I am a, a peanut brand. I am, I am the planter's peanuts of YouTube, and I've, and I've said that before, and I'll say it again. Nice. It's nice that the coffee that you made was hot, now it's cold. It's weird when you have hot coffee, and it's you you let it sit for a while and it's as cold as an iced coffee would be but it still tastes bad because it's not an iced coffee you know what i mean it is essentially an iced coffee but since it was hot before and you want it to be hot it doesn't taste as good you know what i mean and that's just the fucking tea man that's the tea on the coffee real, real quick um let's do a quick poo tube segment <laughs> that's i don't need an intro song for that that's that one um, so let's talk about all these fucking idiot fucking influencers who are having, uh, parties during a pandemic of fucking sway hype house, sway house, uh, who are having parties while there's a pandemic going on. The New York Times did an article. It's called why influencers won't stop partying anytime soon. Um, and they interviewed none other than Thomas Petru, Petro, Thomas Petro, uh, the, the founder of the Hype House, who I talked about in my video about the Hype House. Um, so he told The Hollywood Fix that had a party between 60 and 70, yeah, they had 60 and 70, between 60 and 70 guests at their party um, for this guy's fucking birthday, which is just so fucking, and then recently, even more recently, the fucking, that, what's his name? Fucking Brian. Oh, Bryce. Bryce Hall. Yeah, he had like a birthday party. And then fucking... Like, why, man? Just don't have a fucking birthday party. It's your birthday. You'll have another one next year, man. Okay, and then another one... Miss. Okay. Thomas Petro says that... uh, For creators, such events aren't just fun. They're work. 
Our jobs are to entertain people, he said in a phone interview this week. We live with groups of people, and we are all intertwined for work. We can't put our entire lives on hold for a year and not make any money. Ah! <laughs> hey, dude, that's what fucking so many people are doing because it's a pandemic, bro, you fucking idiot. We can't just stop partying. Then how am I going to make bang ads, huh? How am I going to make bang ads? How am I going to get that sweet, sweet bang cash, huh? I mean, yeah, sure. Sure, people have lost their jobs because of COVID and they have to go on uh, unemployment and food stamps and their lives are ruined. They can't pay for their kids' food. But I mean, I can't. You expect me to just stop? You just expect me to, to not have parties for a little while? And use my own talent and use any sort of and find my own talent and make videos by myself. Oh, you're fucked. Fuck you. Fuck you, New York Times. You fucking dude. That Thomas Petro guy is a fucking dunce, bro. Thomas, if you're listening, you're an idiot. Just fucking dude. And Chris Clemens had a great tweet about this. He like quote tweeted this article and was like, I've stuck to COVID. I've I've stuck to COVID. Not, you know what I mean? I've stuck to the what you're supposed to be doing, right? I've stayed home. I've self-quarantined. I'm distant. I'm social distancing. I only go out when necessary. And I've been able to maintain my same revenue, even increase it, you know? Because Chris Clemens is an actually like entertaining, funny, talented person. But the thing about these people is that they don't fucking have any talent or any sort of worth at all. They're only famous or popular for being related to these other popular people, you know? It's just so frustrating, man. It's just like... Realistically, you could just... If, if they wanted to, they could just stay home. They, they People would still watch their content. That's the thing. Oh, God. And then Jake Paul fucking did it too. Sway House did it. Okay, these kids have been trying to be big on social media for such a long time. Now they finally have it. They're the ones to invite kids to the cool party instead of trying to get the invite. Literally everyone in the even if they don't know who they are by name, is talking about them. Who fucking cares, man? You want to go to some lame-ass fucking house party where everyone's being so annoying? Ah, oh, God. I mean, maybe I'm just fucking... Oh, I'm getting old, I think. I am 26. I'm, I think I'm fucking too old to be going to house parties. Um, but still, even if I was a, even if I was younger, like, I don't know, man. I just feel so bad for these people. Because, and I feel bad for the people who watch them. They're setting such a bad example. And they're just saying that like, well, they did it. They threw a party. It doesn't matter. And it's savage. It's so savage that they did that. Because they're privileged and they can do what they want and the virus won't really affect them because they can get healthcare and everything and they have a job that doesn't really require them to do anything like that. But yeah, that's it's so savage. I'm gonna do the same thing. Like literally, they're influencers. They have influence. Just fucking stay home. Literally, just make videos in your room, man. Sorry. Got a little I got a little heated, but people are so fucking dumb. People are so stupid. Thomas Petru. I'm not going to stop making money for a year. You can make bang ads in your fucking room, man. This is what you do. Bang good. Me jink bang.
bang make good man. Bangy bang, bung bang. And then you go, they give you fucking $500 where they fucking pay you. Stupid fucking clown, bro. Anyway, should we get to some advice <laughs> so I can cool down a bit? Okay, yeah, before we get into the advice, sorry. Really quick. So can you comment? Please comment below. I have this thought always, like me and my friends always talk about it. Like if you went back in time and like showed like a talk to like a pilgrim or like a caveman, you know, someone who was like a long time ago, uh, what would you show them to just totally fucking ruin their life? You know, like my thing, I was, I thought of like, you know, if I, if I showed a pilgrim, if I showed up to a, like a pilgrim village and I was like, and I had a laser pointer and I was like, check it out. They'd fucking freak out. They'd lose their mind, you know? So please comment the craziest thing uh, you could show somebody from the past to like ruin their lives, okay? And then we'll go over some funny ones next episode. I think that'd be funny. Um, and now, advice segment. Um, uh, we could do some advice. Uh, uh, Damn, I need a jingle for my advice segment. Jingle, jingle, jingle for my advice segment. My advice segment. Jingle for my advice segment. Nice. All right. So, I would like to start this off by saying I am a disaster piece. Nice. My stupid self has decided to become an artist instead of going to college or even trying to plan out my future better. I've always been told I was good at art, which was nice for my fat ego, but now I feel like I'm not good enough. I'm trying to grow my platform and reach more people so I can feel like I'm accomplishing something, but it seems like my life is going nowhere. Not to be a complete mood killer, but I feel like I'm disappointing people. Everyone else in my life is be is becoming new things and going to new places, and I'm stuck in a rut, unable to do anything. Now I'm having trouble creating anything without feeling like it's pointless. I guess what I want you ask, what I want to ask you is, how do you keep from getting discouraged, and do you ever feel like nobody will like the things you're producing? Um, I've included one of my Danny DeVito portraits just in case. Nice, dude. That's okay. This is a great question because this is literally how I started the episode. Um. And my first thought was when I read this, I was like, you're a good artist, okay? Because I don't think any artist makes something and is like, this is perfect. I killed it. This is the best I could do. And it can't get any better. I've never felt like that. And I never will. Um, and I think that's good. You know, I think you need that to kind of push you and get better and to always be improving. Um, because realistically, something could always be better, right? Um, you know, something could be more, you know, appealing to the eye. I don't know how art works, like drawing, but I don't know. There's always something you can improve on. Um, but I mean, the picture you sent is fucking really good, dude. So I wouldn't get down on yourself. Like for sure, like always be better, but like take notice that you're, you have a talent, you are good, you know, but just things take a long time. Um, and I feel discouraged all the time. Whenever I put out a new video, um, I always feel like everyone's going to hate it. Um, whenever I'm done filming, I'm like, that wasn't funny at all. Um, it's just, it's a constant thing, man. And then when YouTube, and then when the video doesn't perform as well, the other ones, YouTube's like, Hey, did you know that this video isn't performing as well as your other ones? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I fucking know. So it's a whole thing. The whole thing is just the odds aren't. It's always people and your own self and everyone else is going to be going against you. But you just have to, if that's what you love doing, man, or dude, you just have to keep, you just have to keep doing it if that's what you love. And just know that, trust yourself and just keep at it. And you know, and everything will work out in the end. Um, 
And that was the best fucking advice I've ever given in my life, dude. Um, okay. Okay, we'll do this one. Uh, hi, Curtis. I need advice. I'm going to high school this year, and I have a really hard choice to make. I have to choose between a prestige high school that's going to give me an opportunity to move abroad when I finish it, and since I live in Poland, that's a great opportunity to have. My other option is a really laid-back kind of high school, and I already met the people I would be going there with, and we really clicked. I would normally choose a school that gives you more opportunities, but I heard that it can destroy your mental health, and I'm really scared of that. So which school should I choose? The one that makes it easier for me to move abroad but can make my mental health worse if I'm not strong enough? Or the one I know will be great and, by the way, is a fantastic school when it comes to teaching stuff but will eventually make it a lot harder for me to move? Um, okay. Shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding. Should I go to the awesome school or the not-so-awesome school? Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is a... This is a this is a tough problem, I'm sure. Um, I think, I don't know. I mean, ow. Um, I think you, uh, I mean, a prestige high school, that sounds pretty awesome, you know? And you can move abroad, which is really cool. That's a cool opportunity. Sure, it might be a little more difficult, but I think that might be the best bet, you know? Um, I don't know what the whole like the issues with with mental health i guess there's a lot it's a lot harder right so i guess there's more pressure but i don't know you just really gotta think about the long run you know in reality high school's what four years how long do you have to live more what like fucking 60 years so you know i to me if you have the opportunity to go to a really good school that would help you like leave and that's what you want to do i'd say go for it you know and you know, if your mental health gets bad, you can always transfer, you know, that's a thing that is possible. So I'd say go for it and push yourself. I think you can do it because I, I didn't really have a choice to go to a, well, I did. I, there was a choice, there was a high school in my district. Um, it was called Westmount and I wanted to go there because all my friends were going there and it was like a self-paced high school where like there was hardly any like teachers even, and you just like did all the work yourself. Like you could literally like finish a course in like a week if you wanted to and I was like that'd be cool I want to do that but like after thinking about it and like knowing myself I'm like I don't self-paced for me I'd still be in high school bro I'd still be fucking there because I, I need someone I need a teacher I need someone to be like do this for this date okay and then then you'll pass I'm, and then I'm like okay yes sir yes ma'am I'll do that you know um but if you can do it I I uh I think you can do it. If you can do it, I think you can do it. <laughs> um, what are we at? Okay, I'll do. I'll do one more. Um, I went a lot longer than I thought I would, but. Um, okay, this is a. <laughs> the subject line uh, was: I have a lot of spiders. <laughs> um, okay. So during self-quarantine, I decided to start a new hobby with my free time. I bought my first pet tarantula at the beginning of April, and it changed everything. I got my second tarantula two weeks later, and I've just kept getting more ever since. At the time of writing this, I own 13, but I could have more by the time you read this. <laughs> my roommate and my partner both get very worried whenever I talk about tarantulas now and keep asking when I'm going to stop, but I don't want to stop. They're really cool and easy to own, and I love collecting them. I even have a wish list of species I'd like to own in the future. How do I convince my roommates that I don't own too many spiders and not <laughs> to get worried when I talk about ones I want? Okay, holy shit. 
hands down best question we ever got so far um to me personally i'm not a spider guy i'm not a spider man um but i think anything any spiders any like any amount more than zero is too many spiders because fuck spiders man um but i mean i also love at the time of reading <laughs> at the time of writing this i own 13 but i could have more by the time you read this that is so ominous i could have more who knows they might even be in your bedroom at night and they might crawl into your mouth and you might eat them um so no one okay so let me get this straight nobody in your life is on board with this nobody wants you to have spiders right but you don't care you don't want to stop they're really cool and easy to own okay um how do i convince my roommates that i don't own too many spiders okay yeah this is not my expertise but <laughs> i mean if as long as you're taking good care of the spiders as long as they're not getting out of the tanks as they're just tucked away you know in your room then fine okay i'd be pretty pissed if my roommate was like hey can i store a couple uh can i store a dozen spiders in your room i'd be like okay we gotta fucking talk about this you know but if they're far away then i feel like that's fine you know it is your room you can put what you want in there um i think maybe educate them if they're if there's something they need to know about spiders and they're you know keeping them safe um but yeah, you're asking the wrong guy because I fucking hate spiders. And I would I would I would be in the same boat as your roommate. So I mean how about you convince me? Leave leave a comment if you're the one who sent me this email and leave a comment and let me know how you won't uh how you'll make sure that the spiders don't bug your roommates. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so funny. I have a lot of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best email subject line I think I've ever read that's so fucking funny I mean I love spiders and I am a spider and I okay hold on what <laughs> I'm slowly turning into a spider my roommates don't like it um holy shit we're almost at an hour dude okay I guess I'll wrap it up um that was episode 109 guys thank you so much for listening thanks for sending in uh advice and everything comment the pilgrim thing we'll read some funny ones next week email very really good at gmail if you want some advice and um yeah like comment subscribe all that stuff and uh what else rate and review if you're listening and uh yeah dude just keep doing what you're doing fucking i really appreciate you guys listening and supporting me it means the world um and i'm gonna try to have this video done by this week but i hope you guys understand if it takes a little longer because this is you know it's, it's been a time and i'm trying my best and that's all i can really do so yeah, I love you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, enjoy your week. See you guys.